is it's our last thursday episode i know i it's sad but i'm also super excited that we don't have to record like a million episodes now i was gonna say i'm slightly relieved because this has been (laughs) our everest since we started this podcast and we decided we were doing this and we were like shit yeah another month down another month closer We'll, we'll be more prepared if we decide to do it next year yeah i mean we were pretty we were a lot more prepared than i thought we were gonna be yeah we're pretty good yeah so this episode this episode is um it kind of came about like like late last week actually that we decided we were gonna do this yep we had Um, completely other things planned but then we had had 100 percent other things planned and then we got into a conversation we got into a conversation we were like let's make a creative discussion Yes, we're like, let's make that an episode. So we are going to be talking about... Art is reflecting life right now, guys. (laughs) We're going to be talking about Halloween movies that are not technically horror movies Uh, that Caitlin still thinks are scary. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, not technically horror movies, because... Listen. Welcome to Scary Not Scary. I beg to differ. (laughs) Scary Not Scary. Oh, wait, we didn't introduce the podcast last episode. Haley's my totally scary forgot. godmother. They know <laughs> what it is. If it's crime if culture. If they're this far into it, they know what it is. Right? I mean, you clicked on the episode. We have you yet to have is. somebody come to us and be like, excuse me, um, could you like just reintroduce like what the podcast is? Because I don't remember. Yeah. Um, also, also, have you seen my son? P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. What? because like not remembering never mind that was also a scary movie but i don't need to get into that anyway anyway so we're gonna start uh we have like i think there's nine there's like ten i think i counted. i thought we tried to make it like an even ten it's gonna be an an even nine (laughs) uh we're gonna start with an even square root we're gonna start with the oldest movie on the list and that is Work the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It is. It is. Yeah, so Rocky Horror Picture Show. And people are sitting there now and they're like, what the fuck? Caitlin's scared of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So the Rocky Horror Picture Show stars uh, Barry Bostwick as Brad. Yeah. Uh, the lovely Susan Sarandon as Janet. Also, can I do a quick fun fact about Janet slash Susan Sarandon? Um, she was not supposed to be in this movie. She, I think I knew that. She tagged along. She was married to Chris Sarandon, who a lot of people know as being Prince Humperdinck from The Princess Bride. And by a lot of people, I mean me. <gasps> and um, Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. That's him. Um, but nice. so she, she, he was a... That's where she got the Sarandon from. Um, yeah. He was an actor, and she was tagging along to one of his auditions. And he was auditioning for the role of Brad for the Rocky Horror movie. And he didn't get it, but she was like, they were like, do you want to go out for Janet, basically, since you're here? And she was like, yeah, sure, why not? And she got the part, and that's how, like, that whole thing came about. And then she was like, hey, this is kind of fun. That's crazy. I loved her as Janet. I love her, period. (laughs) I just, Um, I love, I love Susan Sarandon very much. She's great. And then uh, Meatloaf plays Eddie. He does. One of my favorite songs is uh, Hot Patootie from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, and then, obviously, I mean, top billing, Tim Curry as Dr. Yes. Frankenfurter. 
Yes. 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 Thank you. We'll get into it in just a minute. But so the Rotten Tomato score for this movie is you want to guess? Do you want to guess the Rotten Tomato score for all of these? Yes. Can I? Can I? All right. Go. I'm going to guess 79. It's 80. (gasps) I'm amazing. I love myself. (laughs) The audience score. I love myself so much. The audience score is 85. I was going to say audience score is definitely going to be higher because of the cult following. Mm -hmm. And then the score on Google is 88%. So okay, it's all around a loved movie. Yeah, no, I mean it's like I said, it's got a cult following. Like, yeah, yes, this movie scares me. That does not mean that I would not dress up as one of the characters and go to like a midnight like interactive oh, showing. We'll get into it. Oh no, I'm um, just saying. Like, I would like to do that at some point. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. So if anyone hasn't seen it, which you have to, sweetheart, especially Brad if you're into like Janet, theater and shit. Yeah. Sweethearts Brad and Janet, stuck with a flat tire during a storm, discover an eerie mansion of Dr. Frankenfurter, a transvestite scientist. As their innocence is lost, Brad and Janet meet a house full of wild characters, including a rocking biker and a creepy butler. Through elaborate dances and rock songs, Frankenfurter unveils his latest creation, a muscular man named Rocky. So, if you've never seen this movie, and I just read you the the description... Yeah, or I just read you the description... Uh, I think you're going to be confused. A little bit. But you need to you need to see it. It's fucking fantastic. And I'm going to tell you why There's it's There's a reason scary. why it's a cult classic. Yeah. I'm going to tell can, you why things, it's not scary. And also things can still be good even though they're scary. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just horror, letting you know. Horror movies are good. Anyway, Most this, of them are not, but... This is not a horror movie. This is... Chief reason uh, why this... Chief reason why this movie is not scary. It is not a horror movie. It is a musical. Yeah, it's purely a musical, and the cult following and the midnight showings, like we were just saying, make it more of a theater piece, like a theater piece, than a horror film. So they have a thing where uh, lots of places will do screenings of this movie at midnight. And there used to be a movie theater by me that every, I think it was every Friday or every Saturday, they would do a midnight showing of this movie, and people dress up and people interact with the screen. And it's just a grand old time. Yes. And uh, there's like, like if you go to the midnight screenings a bunch and like um, you'll learn like there's parts where people yell at the screen. There's parts where people like get up and do like the dances and stuff like the time warp, which is obviously classic. And uh, yeah, another reason why it's not scary is uh, it's Tim Curry's best role. Tim Curry, I can was, I can agree with that. He was fucking phenomenal in this movie. He's so good. I mean, because also this was done at a time also where gender bending wasn't necessarily seen as okay or even more normal. He he, he is in full like drag. Yes, and he rocks it. Yes, singing a song called "Sweet Transvestite." Hot damn. Like, he yes. looks better in heels than I do. He is incredible, and uh, those are my reasons why this movie is not scary. Yeah, okay. I have two words. Riff Raff. Just Riff because- Raff is fucking terrifying, okay? Just because no, he's no, no, a no, no, little no. eerie does not mean he's scary. No, because you know how we talked about the child catcher? Riff Raff is not that far off. 
Yeah, like, he is very the, child catcher-esque. Yes, yes. And I'm just not about it. I'm not saying that I don't trust bald men, but I don't know that his hair helps the whole thing. And I just, it, it, it's, 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 he's wholly unsettling. Like if I yeah, walked up to a house. but he's also not on screen that, that much. And he still seems to resonate with me. Um, if I had to walk up to a house and I come to find that motherfucker answering the door, I would rather stay in my car. I guess. Is He's, that your only reason he, why you think this movie is scary? No. Um, second of all, they fucking eat Eddie. They eat him. He gets eat. I mean, yeah, he definitely is like... Like, no yeah, thanks. That's not, like, that's not scary, though. Just the realization of it and, like, the whole, like, psychology of it. Like, those parts, to me, are pretty... Just And Riff Raff as a whole, as a person. And when I was even younger, the disembodied lips. Just, oh, at the very beginning? Yeah, the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's great. Did not like that. Didn't like it. And I... I just... This one, I will say, is on the lower end of the spectrum in terms of what scares me. Yeah, but that Anna, doesn't, let's, that let's doesn't do mean a, I ain't scared. Let's do a Caitlin spooky scale. Uh, one being... Uh, oh, we could number them. Yeah, one being zero. No, I'm saying we could number them. Horror film. What, we what could like actually number them. Like, from, like if number one is most scary and ten is least scary. No, so just, like for example, like, Rocky Horror would be like a solid like five for me. No, no, I'd give it like a seven, as in like one of the least scary. Yes, I would put it at number seven. Okay. So the next one, um, do you have another point, or is that just why you thought it was scary? I think that's about it. I think that's I think that's solid. All right. So <laughs> Haley's like it's not, but that's fine. It's not at all. It's not at all. But let's go on. The next one I think we have on the list is from 1984. Huge classic. Terrifying Ghostbusters. Year. Okay. Ghostbusters starring Harold Ramis. I was gonna uh, say the OG. Yes. The uh, OG. Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, mm-hmm. Rick Moranis, Sigourney Weaver's in this movie. Um, 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 um. We're missing a key component here. What's the key component? You only named three Ghostbusters. I just named the first ones that I just grabbed from the list. I'm also not going to name every single person that is in all of these movies. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Rick Moranis is in it far less than fucking Ernie Hudson. Like, Ernie Hudson is literally the fourth Ghostbuster. Okay, he's a great Ghostbuster, but also Rick Moranis (laughs) is a fucking classic he was in fucking i love uh, little shop he was in little shop and he he was in the honey i shrunk the series yes and he fucking disappeared and it makes me so sad do you know why he disappeared did because he's getting back into it now didn't his wife get sick or something was that his wife got cancer and died and he was like i have enough money that i can basically retire now and take care of my kids full time and so That's... that's what he did that's, he was just like, I'm going to be there for my kids. It's incredible. And also, I love him. And I know. Well, and he still did in. voiceover stuff while he was like being Mr. Mom or whatever you want to call it. I hate that, mm-hmm. actually. No, he was dad. But 
um, while he was parenting his kids, he would do like voiceover stuff because it gave him the flexibility that he could still like do like creative things. But he literally like after his wife died made like the decision. He was like, I technically never have to work again. Yeah, I've made that much money, That's which amazing. also which also goals. But um, yeah, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. That, like, so, and I love him for that. And now he's getting back into things, which I love. As such a classic movie, what do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I'm going to go with 70%. Got a 97%. See, I was lowballing it because I figured that today's youths weren't going to appreciate the special effects and how impressive they were back in the day. But of course, once again, like any other person, I I just... There's like some, like especially for movies that were made, I feel like in the 80s and uh, like earlier, um, I think people can appreciate that they just didn't have the technology at that point. I think anything right. made in like the 90s with cheap, like right. tacky CGI, people are like, uh, oh, go fuck yourself. That's fucking but, like, Ghostbusters. We've seen Shrek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters, uh, Jaws. Right. Um, Back to the Future. Like, yeah. like little special effects like that. Everyone's like, all right. Like they, they had what they yeah. had and it's a good movie. Yeah. So it got a 97% well, can't on Rotten Tomatoes. Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Uh, it got an 88% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and 92% okay. Google score. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a lot that, like, I really, like I said, I didn't think that people were going to appreciate it as much as they clearly do, which is, like, no. a pleasant surprise. I'm glad. Huge classic. Huge so, classic. anyone that hasn't seen it, um, after the members of a team of scientists lose their cushy positions at a university in New York City, they decide to become Ghostbusters to wage a high-tech battle with the supernatural for money. They stumble upon a gateway to another dimension, a doorway that will release evil upon the city. The Ghostbusters must now save New York from complete destruction. So, yes. reasons why it's not scary. It's not even... A horror movie. I don't even think it's billed as a horror movie. You can go fuck. It is anyway. Go on. If I was going to describe it, it's a comedy with a paranormal plotline. Like the only reason See, I would why flip it. I would. If flip you that. think it's a horror movie with a comedy plotline? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Another reason. Fucking Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray. All you have to say is just those two. Obviously, it's they a comedy. They can still be in scary things. Yeah, but it's not scary. And like you had already said, the CG and the effects are... Are lacking, not... and I still think they're scary. Well, you're just such a wimp that it's I know. terrifying to me. Like the, 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 How do you think I feel? The marshmallow <laughs> monster at the end? <laughs> is um the stay puffed man i believe he's called and fuck i always called shit. him the marshmallow guy fuck him i always called him terrifying and hid is that one of your points of why you think it's scary that is one of them yes that's that's laughable i know i know it's sad go on why else do you think it's scary all right basically all of the ghosts but i'm going to start with that fucking hellhound demon thing that is mm -hmm. in Sigourney Weaver's goddamn fucking fridge. Mm -hmm. I am a strong proponent of 
all creatures, big and small, being adorable. This one does not make that list. It's not even a fucking, like, creature. Like, it is, but it's it's not. Like, the thing, like, it's just, it's too many jump scares in such quick yeah, succession that I'm just <sighs> left extremely vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, what was the and, first time you saw this movie? How old were you when you first saw it? Oh, jeez. Um, because is that what's 13. clouding your? Is that what's clouding your your? Uh... Definitely not, because I just said probably thirteen. Still, like thirteen's thirteen's pretty. I mean, granted, me at thirteen, I was I had probably more of the emotional maturity of like a nine year old, but still, mm, yeah, I don't but think so. Still, for CG ghosts and ghouls, it's not uh, young enough to be scared by them. Well, no, because there were other ones. There was, I can't remember what exactly. And I went back and like, I wasn't going to rewatch the movie because I was like, if, if I do that with this, I have to do it with all of them. And I was like, I can't rewatch. that's re a lot of movies. I was going to, yeah, I was like, I can't rewatch all of the movies. But um, if you look up, I think it's the old lady ghost. But like, mm -hmm. she's fucking terrifying looking. And <laughs> she's like, yelly. And she's got, like, fucked up teeth. Like, she looks like a Cro-Magnon man, but, mm -hmm. like, decaying rapidly. And I'm just not here for that. Um, like, she's, like, I, I think she was, like, in the library scene. Like, one okay. of the library scenes. Um, I'll see if I can find, like, an example. But, no, like, when all of the ghosts fucking overtake the city or whatever, like, no thanks. No thanks. Like, the, too many, and, like, yes, yes, the little green one, the one that was on the high sea, the ecto-coolers, Slimer, yeah, sure, we'll keep him. We'll keep him for posterity. But all of the he, other ones... He's very reminiscent of, uh, well, I guess Flubber would be reminiscent of him, because I believe that came out afterwards. Was that Rick Moranis, too? No. Who was in Flubber? Robin Williams. Robin oh, shit. Haley's. Oh, shit. Haley and Marsha Gay so Harden. You should I'm be ashamed. I am ashamed. Holy shit. You should be. Oh, oh. I feel disappointed to know you. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm still afraid <laughs> of the Stay Puffed Man. Okay. But, and what also, there's what that is demon it on, woman. on the scale. I'm not done. I'm not mm -hmm. even done. I'm just, what about the demon woman at the end that's like, I'm going to kidnap Sigourney Weaver with my little demon dogs. And I've got like a brown, like G.I. Joe haircut. And then the rest of me is just fucking lightning. There's, and there's a difference between being like a cool looking ghost and being actually scary. She was actually scary. No, I, yes, I, I could also she fucking this. had those arms pop out of the chair and just like restrain Sigourney Weaver. You don't think that's scary? No, I could also preface this by if saying that I'm not. arms popped out of your chair and restrained you and they didn't look like regular arms. They I'm looked like not fucking by paranormal arms. stuff. <sighs> paranormal stuff doesn't really scare me. Meanwhile, I've saged my apartment. I don't know how many times since I've moved in here. Did no. I tell you? I didn't tell you this. This is actually very funny. Um, several weeks ago when we were about to record an episode, I mm -hmm. so I use Michael's laptop to record because he's got all of that recording equipment and software and stuff. And so that just it works out better. Um, 
it sounds better for everybody. But um, he's got a hookup to his computer where or his laptop and his computer. They're like inter like connected or something. Uh-huh. So when he moves his mouse, if he's connected to the laptop, the mouse on that will move. And to fuck with me. <laughs> he started moving the mouse just wildly all over the screen. So then I would go to click out of something thinking that I'd like opened up like a corrupt file or something like that. And he would like bat the mouse away. And oh my God, <laughs> I kid you not. I was fucking terrified. Like I was ready to walk out of my bedroom and get the sage right then and there. And I like, and I'm, and I'm He's sitting there and I'm screaming. He is a good boy, but I'm screaming. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I, uh, I just, I love it. Was it. Scary, but yeah, no. So yes, Ghostbusters is scary, but where I is it on the it Caitlin spooky scale? Scarier than Rocky Horror. So if Rocky Horror is is number seven, then I'm gonna put Ghostbusters at a five. Okay. Are you keeping track of the? Uh, yes, the, I am. I'm writing the them down. Okay, good. I am writing them the thick down. All right. So next one on our list is. Oh, uh, just one more reason why Ghostbusters is not scary. The theme song bops. Oh, the theme song is great. And I also enjoy the ones that... You cannot fight me on the theme song. Oh, no. The theme song is great. The remixes of the theme song, like I Ain't Afraid of No Sleep. I Ain't Scared (laughs) of No Bed. Um, The Vine that I started singing when we were about to start recording this, where the guy's like, I'm an adult virgin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love that one. Because also we do need to give like an honorable mention to the new Ghostbusters with Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and Kate Just McKinnon and Leslie expert Jones. Expert people in it. With the like not only expert people in it, but then they had like the little cameos yes. of Dan Aykroyd and um what do you call it? Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson. And I believe they tried to do some kind of like cameo for Harold Ramis, who is dead. He died a couple of years ago now. Mm-hmm. But um, they also like remembered him at the end of the movie or whatever. But just, oh God, like that one was scary too. But also it was very nice to see like some lady Ghostbusters out there. Yeah. And like, and also I'm going to just presume that it's a much higher budget than the original probably. had in 1984. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, so our next one that's up is Beetlejuice from 1988. <gasps> yes. Starring Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, who I love. I love uh, Gina Davis. Catherine O'Hara and the lovely Winona Ryder. Oh, God bless. Love. God bless her and her marriage to Keanu. Love the whole cast. What do you think you got on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I'm going to give it a solid 85 got 83 Ooh, yeah audience score of 82 google score of 89 so still high up there kind of very similar to rocky horror that it got um high 80s around so um after barbara and adam die in a car accident they find themselves stuck haunting their country residents unable to leave their house when uh an unbearable family moves in with their teenage daughter they attempt to scare them away without success, and their efforts attract Beetlejuice, which is a rambunctious spirit whose help quickly becomes dangerous um, for the family living in the house. And okay. uh, 
I can see where you're going to say that the effects <laughs> are scary. Uh, I think the entire tone and effects of the movie are fantastic. Everything is... Uh, like, all the effects are beautifully done. All of the... Um, puppetry and everything is beautifully done Mm -hmm. the coloring of the movie the cinematography of the movie the acting is like top notch anything with like really high billing people it's kind of hard to um anything with alec baldwin (laughs) yes but anything with like high billing people it's like hard for me to like separate them from all the stuff i already know them from like if i watch True. a movie with people that i have never seen in a movie before it's easier for me to get like more into it because i'm like yeah, yeah i've never seen them when i see like um what movie did i see recently oh yeah i saw um a star is born which we can get into but uh fantastic movie i i need to see it i need to at see it one so point bad. at one point a wild dave Chappelle appears oh <laughs> And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was that. like, I was taken out for, he was fantastic, but I was taken out for a second because I was like, is that Dave Chappelle? <laughs> but, um, so well, like, they, they, is that Dave Chappelle? <laughs> yeah, right. So like having all these like really like highly famous people in this movie, it's like harder for me to be scared. And also that makes Beetlejuice, sense. Beetlejuice is such like a, com- like he's, he's doing a stand-up routine when he shows up. Like, he's just funny. He has, like, little one-liners. He's just a fantastic character. And also, such a classic. If anyone dresses up as uh, Beetlejuice for Halloween, I'm, like, immediately on board. I love it. I had a girl in high school who dressed up like the female version of Beetlejuice, and it was amazing. It was, like, pre-Ramen Thick, so that was also helpful. But... (laughs) Yeah. I had, um... I uh, do photography, and I... No, really? um, (laughs) Yes. And I, um work with a uh, special effects makeup artist and Fritzy. Every, yes. Hi Fritzy. Every Fritzy Halloween, did me once. Yes. She did you as like a like a burn victim, was it? I did. I was a burn victim. Yes. Well we did a um Beetlejuice look and it was on um a female and it but it wasn't like it wasn't like sexy Beetlejuice. It was just like a Beetlejuice look and this is the person we had to model. And I thought it came out fantastic. It was actually one of my favorites that we did. Yeah, no, I can believe that. I I have to find that. I need to see that. Yeah, it's great. Sounds Maybe good. I'll post it on the website. Please do. Yes, no. Yeah. Let's promo the shit out of Fritzy. Yeah, let's She's do it. She's very talented. Mm-hmm. So why do you think it's scary? All right, so we're going to start with a little anecdote. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... I don't like to consider myself sheltered. I'd rather say well-preserved as a child. Um, so like, you're like, like a, a you're like, like a, a nice fine, fruit. I was gonna say like a front like a fine olive, um, <laughs> good or perhaps a pickle. Um, but, I would say pickle. Yes, <laughs> just just floating around in my own juices. Um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Go on. But, but um, I can't. I'm too funny. Um, I find myself too funny, but. I was maybe, we were still in, my parents and I were still in our old house, which we moved out of soon after Megan was adopted. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't have been more than like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And I was watching ABC Family in 
my parents' room, TBT, to when it was ABC Family, as God intended, not that fucking free-form bullshit. Yeah, it's some and, bullshit. Um, but regardless, regardless, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna... Move calm, on. Move on, take a deep breath. Um, but no. And so I made the mistake of watching Beetlejuice, which if my mother knew... I was watching Beetlejuice on the TV in my parents' room. She would have been like, hey, let's turn this off. But given that she was downstairs and I was upstairs, she did not know. Because I think it started out like I was watching like Scooby-Doo or like the Casper cartoon or like something that was more like age appropriate. More No, not even more age appropriate, more me appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't know how I got it into my head. But I was like, if I leave my parents' room, because the way our house was situated was you walk out of my parents' room, the door to the bathroom was on your right, the door to my bedroom was right straight ahead, like, not right, just straight ahead, I can't talk, Mm -hmm. I can't give directions, and the staircase down, leading downstairs was directly across from the bathroom to the left. Okay. So... I was convinced that if I walked out of my parents' room to go downstairs, I would get grabbed by fucking Beetlejuice, who was Mm -hmm. hanging out in my bedroom. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know how. I just remember this crippling fear of I needed to pee. I was hungry. I was, like, ready to leave my parents' room. And I couldn't because fucking Beetlejuice was going to get me. And I had to wait for my mother to come upstairs and be like, where the fuck have you been? (laughs) for me to be able to safely go downstairs but yes so just the overall sinister like yeah beetlejuice can also be perceived as like the creepy uncle at the barbecue Mm -hmm. but just there's something so sinister about how he wanted to like make winona ryder marry him and she was 13 yes that freaked me out as a kid but it was mostly yeah that's a little that's a little sketch yes but now it's mostly it's the jump scares and like i'm a i'm a i'm always a hoe for harry belafonte but like when the food comes to life and they're like i i kid you not vogue just did a um like a mini reenactment of the dinner party scene in Beetlejuice with Gigi and Bella Hadid, Anwar Hadid, and Yolanda Foster. And um, they all dressed up like characters at the dinner party and they reenacted the um, Harry Belafonte scene. Mm -hmm. And um, I got scared of that. Wow. Like, something about... (laughs) I'm just a puss. I don't do jump scares well. Like... Mm -hmm. You can ask Michael. I don't remember what we were watching. We were watching something very recently. And, oh, we were watching The X-Files. And there was, like, okay, there was like a jump scare that, like, I could tell was coming. He used to watch it with his grandmother, so he knew it was coming. And Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, I agree with the jump scares thing, but here's the thing why I don't like jump scares. is because it's silent. And then all of a sudden the jump scare happens, and, like, the music immediately like that big oh, the music like, definitely has an effect that, obviously like oh, that's that the definitely has an effect. fucking thing and like i hate it when they do that fake out jump scare where they like come yes. around a corner and they like they do and then like, it's the, like the little sound, sally and then the person like walks behind them like yeah no 
No. No. I don't no. know. I get scared. I got scared when we, when, I don't remember what movie. Oh, yes, I do know what movie. I went to go see Crazy Rich Asians at, okay. at the movie theater. And they did a preview of The Nun. And oh, I was, I kid you not. <laughs> I kid you not. They did, a, they did a jump scare in the commercial. And I, I was in a theater with maybe five to seven other people. Like, just uh-huh. dispersed throughout the theater. And I fucking screamed. <laughs> she pops up behind fucking Tessa Farmiga, I think is who was in it. And I screamed like a fucking baby. And I was just like, nope, nope, not today. I didn't come here for this. I came here for beautiful dresses and lots of Asian food. And I'm leaving with terror. Um, I also love horror movies in the theater. It's oh, just great. See, no. like, having like a packed theater, like go to see a that horror makes, movie is That makes it amazing. worse to me because just like how a movie is infinitely funnier when you like see it in a packed theater with a group of people, to me, it's infinitely more terrifying when you see it in a packed theater with fellow terrified people. Yeah. Also, I would never pay money to see something that makes me like get angina. Okay. <laughs> So why were you? Why else were you afraid of Beetlejuice? That was really it. Was the dinner scene? Oh, it was, was that, really just the dinner really scene. Just one scene. Yes, it was really the dinner scene that fucking like and just Beetlejuice's. Well, whole no, vibe. I take that back. Beetlejuice's whole vibe, the dinner scene, and also I did not like that um, hunter who had his head shrunk by the. I think uh-huh. it was by like a shaman or something like that. Uh huh. Um, I don't remember that whole backstory. That he his face fucking. Mm-mm. no <laughs> no no thanks no body and, uh, like the rock head like fucking david spade i'm not here for it where does it fall on the caitlin spooky scale um geez i guess i think i'm gonna put it at a four okay. on the caitlin spooky scale so like yeah, if Ghostbusters was like what did I say like a six? I'm so looking. it's scary. It's scarier than Ghostbusters. So yes, it is scarier than Ghostbusters. One one is or gonna wait, be the scariest. No no wait oh shit. No one right, is the scariest. I've been writing this down is, wrong. Oh god, I'm okay. dumb as shit. I'm dumb as shit. All right, one is the scariest. Yes. Okay. Number one is your number one scary non scary movie. Okay, this is like math, and I hate math. Um. Okay, hang on. This is this is quality content. I know. Um, or we can we can recalibrate once we've done a couple more uh, movies. But I don't want to be a quitter, Haley. All right, go for it then. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put Ghostbusters at a five on the scary scale. Okay. I am going to put Beetlejuice at a six. Less scary than Ghostbusters. Slightly less scary than Ghostbusters. Okay. Wait. Yes. This is my this is my final answer. Yes. Alright. So our next movie is Edward Scissorhands. And this is another Winona Ryder classic. I, I also just love her. She's just fantastic. I and, do love um, her. Though I will say in Edward Scissorhands, I did not love her hair. I did not uh, like yes. that stupid ass wig. Like Beetlejuice, she was a believable goth. She was mm-hmm. not a believable blonde in Edward Scissorhands. 
No. And maybe that's like blondest of me for being like, oh, well, I'm a blonde. She's not a true blonde. I just genuinely do not think that she was a good and proper blonde. All right. Um, it also stars Anthony Michael Hall, which is um, just Brad Wait Pack a minute. Love. He, he um, was in that? Yeah. He was uh, Winona Ryder's... Uh, boyfriend? Boyfriend, yeah. No. Yeah, he was. I gotta look this up. Yeah. I gotta look that up. And obviously Johnny Depp was Edward Scissorhands. Yes, yes. Well, obviously. What I forgot, Vincent Price was the scientist. He was. Oh, he was, because that was my favorite part of it. So here's the thing. Until I was like looking it up. Here's the thing. I saw that movie again when I was little, probably around the time that I also saw Beetlejuice, but I only saw snippets of Edward Scissorhands because my mother was there to police my viewings at that point. Uh Uh-huh. And I knew Vincent Price from there was a Halloween special on PBS that was like very, it was more like history Halloween, like we talked about last episode, but Vincent Price was like kind of the host and he, they would do like flashbacks to like when he would be on shows and stuff. Yeah. And I had a VHS tape of, it was the Muppets, the Muppet show. And it was, they did two Halloween special episodes and they put them on that VHS tape and one was hosted by Alice Cooper, who I was in love with. I think we already um, talked about that on an episode. We've probably already talked about that. He was my first childhood crush. Um, and then Vincent Price was in the other episode. So I saw him in that other what would have otherwise been scary movie. And I was able to make the connection. And I was like, oh, he's the guy from The Muppets. And mm-hmm. like I loved him just because he, he was in it for like two seconds. But I loved him so much. I was so gutted when he died. <laughs> I, my little ass self was so sad and but another also, person that i forgot was in this was uh diane west i was gonna say diane weist 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 because uh, i love but her she was in one of my I love her favorite so movies much. the birdcage yes she was in the birdcage i adored She's in the birdcage so few people and it, it's a crime really so few people know who she is and she's brilliant She's so yeah, she's great. fucking talented. Um, yeah, I believe she's, she's also an Oscar winner. She's definitely an Oscar nominee, but I think she's also mm-hmm. an Oscar winner. Um, oh. But no, like nobody. She did a talk at Yale a couple years ago. It was after I'd graduated college, but it was while I, I think it must have been while I was still living in New Haven. And mm-hmm. I was in an H&M by Yale. And there was a woman walking around and I was looking at her and I just kept like to the point where I was almost following her because I was like, <laughs> that looks like Diane Weiss. But why the fuck would she be in Connecticut? Connecticut's a hellhole. And so then I was just like, I walked away. I went over to the jeans and then I was like scanning Facebook. I think I was looking for coupons because that's probably all I do in H&M. <laughs> and um, th- there was an ad, I kid you not, that came up and it was like, yeah, Diane Weiss is doing a talk for the Yale Drama School tonight and incredible i i'm to this day i'm convinced and i literally like had like an oh shit moment and i speed walked all through the store and she was gone but i was when gonna I be was, like i love you so much giant quick aside when i was Diane, uh, if you're listening when i, I was driving you. when i was driving through like it was like through a convention center in nashville tennessee i like looked out the window and i turned to elliot and i was like that's bill nye the science guy he was like, <gasps> i love that he's like the fuck are you talking about and i was like that's bill nye the science guy and then bill um, we, we parked the car bill, and bill, bill, that's bill. enough of that 
we parked the car and then we had to like walk through the convention center to get to where we were going and as we walked up to the door it said that there was like a big science convention and i was like i'm fucking telling you it was fucking bill nye the science guy i saw him what the fuck but also (laughs) what the fuck it was amazing. I, I would love to know what Bill Nye the Science Guy is doing. That he's just like walking around on the street, being like, "Hey, oh, what's In up? Nashville. I'm Bill Nye." Um, Yo, what I'm do you Bill think Nye. Edward Scissorhands got on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm gonna give it a 75. He got a 90 percent. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Audience score of 91. I'm Google score of 93. You, I just keep underestimating millennials. I really do. Right. So this movie I is. Shouldn't. Um, a scientist builds a scientist builds an animated human being, uh, the gentle Edward, and he the dies before. Edward. <laughs> that's what he it like, said in the description. Yeah, he kicked his wife's ass, but the gentle Edward. The scientist dies before he can finish assembling Edward, though, leaving the young man with a freakish appearance, accentuated by the scissor blades he has instead of hands. A Not just accentuated, sub- resulting from also. Yes. Uh, a loving suburban saleswoman named Peggy discovers Edward and takes him home where he falls for um, Peg's Winona. teen daughter. Yes. Hi, Diane. Love you. Sponsor me. <laughs> However, despite the kindness and artistic talent, Edward's hands make him an outcast. Right. And then the story goes from there. Until so, he starts doing cute hairdos and creating topiaries and just yes. being all around, like, adorable. So I think the the basic premise of the movie is that Edward is a sympathetic character. And once you get past the whole blades for fingers thing. Yes. Um, the, mov- the movie aims to show that he's not a monster. He just has scissors for hands. Right. Right. The 90s were a weird time. The, it was we were running out of things to do. We hadn't discovered making live action Disney movies yet. It so was, it was a weird time. But this was also the first Tim Burton Johnny yes. Depp uh, collaboration pairing. Yes. Yes. So this was um a very important movie in that uh in film that history if we want to call it that. That's true. Yes. Yes. So I think just basically and also like the um the difference between like the house that he was living in like it was literally just like a black spot on the town and then the whole rest of the town was like beautifully manicured and pastel yeah. and light and uh obviously like uh, my nightmare the cinematography <laughs> like it was done on purpose for oh yeah that, no it was very yeah well i mean but tim burton does a lot of that he his uses of color particularly are very just yeah. Not just, like, the contrast in it and everything is extremely dramatic, but mm-hmm. just his uses of color to portray, like, things in a way that they're not as they seem and whatnot. It's just, it's it's one of the things that I really love about his yeah. movies. This this would be probably a fun movie to talk about, like, around Halloween during a, like like, a film like studies class. Like we're doing class. now? Oh. <laughs> no, no, just, just, like, during a film studies class. Like, it'd be yeah. interesting to kind of go over this movie. But, like... That would definitely be cool. Obvious Paul Falcone, classic. if you're listening, that was one yes. of my film professors. Paul Falcone, please discuss Obvious this. classic, uh, just first Tim Burton, Johnny Depp collaboration. Like, we get the very beginnings of it and how they and work together. Is, and is it this movie? Or I think it's I, this movie where Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder met. Mm-hmm. Is it? I think so. That would make sense. I think that's it. Because, like, they yeah. were engaged for a while. Hashtag wine forever. Yes. And I'm pretty sure this is the one that started it all. 
I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm okay in that yeah. assumption. Yeah. But Someone's anyway, going to be mad, but I, I don't think it's scary. Besides the blades for fingers, not scary. The blades for fingers are a scary point. I will give you that. As a child, it was really Edward's face that scared me because children are superficial. Because scarred up. Yes, yes. Children yeah. are superficial. And his hands also scared me. But, but he also had very sad eyes. He had sad puppy dog eyes. That, that made me uncomfortable, if that makes sense. I don't do sad things well. Okay. Um, I tend to Google how to react because I'm a sociopath. No. Um, but no, what really freaked me out was towards the end when... Um, all of the people kind of turn against Edward and it becomes like mm-hmm. a manhunt. It's very reminiscent of uh, Frankenstein. Yes, it is very reminiscent of Frankenstein, which depending on which version you'll ask me about, I'm scared of all of them. Um, but I just, I did not like that. I did not like the chasing him down. I did not like, like I felt like I, I or when I watch it, I feel like I'm being hunted, or I guess when I watched it, because I haven't watched it in quite a while. Like, I used to really love Johnny Depp, and then... And then all that stuff happened. All that stuff happened, and I just fucking was like... It made me sad to watch his stuff, because I, I looked up to him so much. He, he used to be my favorite actor. I mm-hmm. really... I would watch his movies not just to be entertained, but to study them and to study him. Mm-hmm. Um, because watching a Johnny Depp movie was like a master class well he was also in uh one of my favorite halloween spooky time movies uh sleepy hollow see sleepy hollow if i watch it with lots of blankets and lots of cuddles i can power through sleepy hollow is a great movie i just love the i'm i will definitely get into it probably i don't know i wanted to talk about like um like scary Halloween stories, like classic right. Halloween tales around this time, but I don't think we're going to get to it. Spooky but spaghettis, the, creepypastas, the nighttime milkies. <laughs> the very first Halloween story that I've ever heard was when my mom told me um, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow and the Tale of Ichabod Crane. Like, that's yeah. one of my, that's still to this day one of or my favorites. The Disney cartoon, remember that? I never, I never got into Disney cartoon. I have an old, but they paperback. would air it. I know. They would air I, it on. I just liked it when my mom read it. Huh. I, I have like an old, like a beat up, like paperback copy Aww. of The Tale of Ichabod Crane. And Aww, it was so good. That's cute. That's very cute. Yeah. So like that movie, uh, when I got older and I, I actually watched it, it was very interesting. Right. But um, yeah, it's sad that Johnny Depp uh, had to Is be kind of a scumbag. <laughs> It's too bad that he had to suck as a human being because he's pretty good as an actor. And yeah, his his whole his characters tend to not suck as well. Yeah. So anyway, where is this on the uh, Caitlin Spooky scale? (sighs) The Caitlin Spooky scale, you know, it's I will say it's not the worst in terms of like overall like it scared you more as a child not now yes um so i think i'm gonna have to put it below beetlejuice at like a seven that seems fair wait wasn't something else at seven rocky horror fuck so we got we got (laughs) 
Wait. Edward Scissorhands. No, Beetle Rocky Juice. Horror was eight. Rocky Horror was eight, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Because right. I've got Rocky Horror written down as eight. I may have changed it to eight. Okay, but no, I, c- I could be wrong. I've got Rocky Horror as eight. Edward Scissorhands as seven. Ghostbusters, okay. uh, or Beetlejuice as six. Ghostbusters as five. And now we're going to get into our next one. Also from 1990, uh, The Witches. And this stars Rowan Atkinson, uh, Angelica Hudson, and Jason Houston, Fisher. I thought. Isn't Houston. she Houston? I only know I feel- because she used to be married, or not married, but like common law married, to Jack Nicholson. Really? I didn't and know yeah, if it was Houston they or were Huston. together. They were together for like a long ass time, and... It, they like still live each love each other, but they're not together. But they were like a cute ass couple in terms of like they both have the creep factor. Weird. Yeah, I what know. What do you think this got on Rotten Tomatoes? I'm gonna say it's surprising. Surprising. Hmm. Then I'm gonna have to give it a ninety. One hundred. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. It's got a hundred percent. It's not the best movie. It's not the best rolled doll book. It's just. Uh, it got an audience score of 70, so that kind of is That's more where correct. I was going to put it. That's where I was going to put it. It also has a Google score of 90. I, I see. I don't get it. Right? I don't get it. I think it. it's a good movie. Um, so the premise is, <laughs> the premise is while staying at a hotel in England with his grandmother Helga, young Luke inadvertently spies on a coven of witches, or convention of witches. Um, yes. The Grand High Witch reveals a plan to turn all of the children into mice through a magical formula. And when they find that Luke is overheard, the witches test the formula on him. And with the help of Helga and the hotel manager, Mr. Stringer, Luke the mouse must fight back against the witches. So obviously, like we had already said, it's a roll doll book. And I'm going to say it's I love a children's that motherfucker. Movie. Yes. Yep. It was a children's book. But you know what? So is Coraline, and that shit's fucking terrifying, too. That's also another... That's a a movie for another episode. It's a discussion um, for another day. I likened this movie um, to lots of the old, like, um, grim fairy tales. Like, um... Fuck. Can't even think of it. No, I know what you mean. Like, like Jack and Jill... Not Jack and Jill. Those siblings that go into the candy house. I had that I can't Fuck. fucking Oh my think god, of. I'm old. Everyone's yelling at us right I'm now. I'm old. Oh no, um, this is how it starts. This is what happens. I literally oh almost said Dr. Jekyll and oh Mr. Hyde. This is not no. Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel, that's it. So, oh shit. Um, it's it's oh. more like that in that um, the Grimm brothers like fairy tales were like cautionary tales pretty much for children. So No, this was just I would a say over the, age, over the age of 10, it's nothing more than like creepy. No, 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 no. Listen to how wrong you are, okay? So here's okay, the go. thing. Um, first of all, you downplayed that a hell of a lot because these women are fucking, and men, I won't discriminate, they're all fucking terrifying looking in their witchy forms. They're all like well-coiffed and beautiful and everything. And then suddenly they start fucking shedding their bodies, Haley. They shed their goddamn fucking bodies like yeah, they're obviously fucking as a, snakes. Obviously as a kid and what that's comes scary, out, but I'm talking... Um, no, now. And what comes out is not cute, okay? It's not cute. It's got like warts and they've got hooked noses and hunchbacks and they've got... Sometimes they've got teeth, sometimes they don't. And then they fucking... Like, they don't like physically like eat people, but they like... 
kill the people and then like absorb their fucking, I don't know if it's their spirit or their soul or their aura or their whole like just persona. I don't know what it is, but I want no part of it. And then there's the whole, they fucking chase this poor motherfucker and turn him into a mouse. Yeah, okay, that's fine, that's fine, that's cute. You get it, you get turned into a mouse, there's worse things. But they like take his grandma and it, it, but overall, no, like I'm still like afraid of Angelica Houston because of that movie. And like, I'm sure she's a wonderful lady. I'm sure she's super nice, but if she comes knocking at my door, I'm getting my fucking bat. All right then. Is that all I you am got? not here for this? We're that is one movie I will not an watch. Hour in. We're I almost an hour in, and we still have more to talk about. So I'm done. Timmy puts on that movie sometimes, and I will not watch it. Good. Where is I, that? I on leave the, the room. Scale? It's number fucking one. Is it? Is that the series? It is number one? one. It is number one. That's hilarious. It is number one. All right. Well, now we know where you stand. Yes. Um, the next movie is from 1991, and it's The Addams Family. And this also, also Angelica stars, Houston. Yes, yep. Angelica Houston's also in this as Morticia Ooh. Adams. Addams Family. Uh, we Ooh. have uh, Christopher Lloyd, obviously. Of, Love him. Um, Back Love to the him. Future fame. Yes. And uh, Christina and Ricci so playing Wednesday. Talented. Yes, Christina Ricci is Wednesday. And yeah. um, oh, Raul, what's his name? Yes, it was definitely Raul or something. I didn't I remember think his of last his, name either. I can't think of his name. But he name. was very good in that he movie. He was very good. And I want to say the original Gomez Adams, like live action Gomez Adams, makes a cameo in that movie as well. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what I do think you think so. about Raul Julia? Tomatoes? Yes. Um, or Julia, I'm not sure. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with 80. 64. Really? And we're going to give yeah. the witches a 100? I don't know. Audience score of 66. Wow. Google score of 90. Wow. Yeah. So wow. Uh, when, a, when a man claiming to be Fester, the missing brother of Gomez Adams, arrives at the Adams' home, the family is thrilled. However, Morticia begins to suspect the man is a fraud since he cannot recall details of Fester's life. With the help of lawyer Tully Alford, uh, Fester manages to get the Adams clan evicted from their home. Gomez realizes this the two sad. men are conspiring to swindle the Adams fortune and he must challenge Fester. Yes. So, Adams family, I would say, is uh, just classic creepy family. Yes. I believe um, there was an Adams family that's older that was in black and white. Yeah, it was a TV show. And that's what I was talking about with the original Gomez yes yeah um then there's that one gif that became like tumblr famous of wednesday just fucking breaking it down yes of the dance yes yeah, dancing i just love the fact uh i mean people who know the adams family have probably uh probably know this but um just because they had to film in black and white uh the set everything of the yep. adams family was pink yep. because it showed up better as black and white yep which uh we was adorable Yes, I had to learn uh, stuff like that when I was doing um, uh, learning about like color and stuff. School. Yeah, yeah in, in photo school. So uh, I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. And with that knowledge, I don't think this movie is that funny because I know it's in color, but the thought of the entire Adam's Family uh, house being pink just uh, was funny. <laughs> but, you know, it's not really I don't know that it's all about how funny it is. Why? Why no is offense. it scary? 
So really, the two things as a kid, obviously, things scared me. Yeah, clearly. A, a disembodied hand generally scores pretty high on the Caitlin Scaries Richter scale. But mm-hmm. um, now it's really just, I don't like how fucking unhinged um, Joan Cusack gets in this movie. Like, she gets psychotic. Like, she, uh-huh. get, she gets, like, crazy. Like... I'm I'm trying to find like an accurate comparison, mm-hmm. and all I keep thinking of is, and I'm trying to think of her name, that actress that beat her kids with the wire hangers. Oh um, yeah, that's who because that's who she makes me think of. Um, it's not, and it's not Joan Collins because Joan Collins is very much alive, and she would very much like hurt me. I feel like <laughs> she would because we know each other on a personal like basis, you know. Probably, yeah. Um, I can't think of her name, and that, and it's another case of people are probably screaming it at me. She's Mommy Dearest. That's, like, the movie that they made about yes. her. And she was, like, a classic black-and-white Hollywood film actress. And I'm trying... And she even looks a little bit like um, Joan Cusack, which doesn't help. Because, mm-hmm. like, the whole, the whole story is scary, but then, like, we've got that going on. And... But where would this fall on the think. Caitlin Spooky scale? Because I think this is one of the Joan least scary. Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. That's her name. Because I knew that she had the, fir- the first name. Ugh. Joan Crawford. That's who she makes me think of. Um, I'd put Adam's Family. Because I agree with you. It's not that scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would bump Beetlejuice. Okay. So that we'd have the witches at number one, mm-hmm. two and three have yet to be named, mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands at four, Ghostbusters mm-hmm. at five, Beetlejuice at six, Adam's Family at seven, with Rocky okay. Horror being eight and nine and ten still yet to be determined. All right. Well, our next one is one of just, like, it's not even, like, one of my favorite Halloween movies, just one of my favorite movies of all time. It's 1993's Hocus Pocus, starring... Love. The incomparable love. Bette Midler. I love uh, it. She put a Kathy spell Na- on me. Yes. And Kathy now I'm Jimmy, hers. Who I love. I love Kathy Najimy. Sarah oh Jessica God. Parker in one of the best roles she's ever played. And also, opinion. which took me longer than I should probably be comfortable telling people to realize that that was her. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so... I, I think part of it is like it didn't completely look like her and that she was heavily made up and everything, but like yeah. the character that she plays is so far removed from the characters that she usually plays. Exactly, yeah. Um, also, one of our favorites that we've talked about before, Doug Jones plays uh, Billy. Goddamn fucking love Doug Jones. Like, he's don't even we've get ta- me started. We've talked about him. I'm going to find and this then- man, I promise you, and I'm just gonna, I'm just going to hug him. I'm just going to hug him. One of my favorite little tidbits is the voice of Thackeray Binks, the cat. Oh, I love this part. Is Jason Marsden, who yep. is Max in a Goofy movie. Yes, he um, is. He was, was he adult Kovu? No. It, he was something in The what? Lion King 2. He was in The Lion King oh, 2. He, no, he was adult Kovu, I think. I yeah? think you're right. No, I think you're and right. And my favorite credit, obviously, he was Jason from Boy Meets World, which is like my favorite TV he show of all time. Boy Meets World. I well, love no, it. he was also Nelson in Full House. Fuck you very yes. much. Yeah. Sorry. You're welcome. 
I just it's got okay, so excited about you. Boy Meets World. But do you want to be really offended? World. Do you want to be super offended? I don't know. Do I want to be super what offended? What was the Rotten Tomato score for this movie? Don't look it up. I'm not looking it up, but now I'm ready to be upset because I, I'm I'm going to go with 50. And that's you being... 30! I'm... They're just haters. Livid. They're haters. But it that's got an audience score... It got an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of 70 and a Google score of 93. So that kind of brings it back. Some people just can't handle not being able to, like, like, I just, you know, like, it's just, I, I'm very upset. Are you falling out of your chair? Sorry? Is your mic falling out? What is going on? (laughs) I unplugged my mic for a second. We're leaving that in. All right, that's fine. This movie's so oh. good. Haley's mic unplugged itself. Mike, yes, drop. I just got. Um, I just got so mad that my mic just the, yes. the headphones shot out. Anyway, yes, but um, the movie is great. Also, if you love NCIS, even though it's relatively a dumpster fire in comparison to other true crime or mm-hmm. like crime shows, um, the guy that played McGee is the live action Thackeray Banks oh yes that's very and true i i'm a lot of people seem to be making that realization this year even though I think, if you take one solid look at him as an adult and if you've been homesick once as like a millennial you've definitely like recognized his face because homeboy has not aged like it's like this, he's it's like he's been a cat for a hundred years waiting for a virgin to light a candle <laughs> he has not fucking aged well, it's this came out in 1993, so I thought this was like a big um, anniversary for this movie, but I guess it, not. It was it, it, no, it was because it, they, I, like it's, it, I think it's the 25th anniversary. Oh, is it? Yeah, because first of all, simple math. Second of all, Michael turned 25 this year, and he also came out in 1993. And <laughs> he third- came out in 1993. <laughs> literally and figuratively Um, yeah because i feel like it had a big resurgence this year well no but they also just did on abc family last weekend they did a um whatchamacallit a um like anniversary special and vanessa hudgens hosted they again they bring up it's on fucking free form formerly known as abc family but they did like a whole thing and like kathy najimi came out and she like did like i smell children and just like they had like everybody and doug jones was there um robin lively from teen witch was there um they they like they did like a whole thing they did like sing-alongs they did all kinds of stuff and um yeah i've got it um i've got it on my i've got it saved so i can watch it because i'm very excited if you haven't seen this movie um see it Yes, obviously, but after you're, moving you're to making Sa- terrible life choices, and this yeah. is one that you can easily fix. After moving to Salem, Massachusetts, teenager Max Dennison explores an abandoned house with his sister Danny and their new friend Allison. Thora after Birch. Dismiss- yes. After dismissing a story Allison tells as superstitious, acts. Sorry, Max accidentally. Max. Max accidentally frees a coven of evil witches who used to live in the house. Now, with the help of a magical cat, the kids must steal the witch's book of spells to stop them from becoming immortal. And none of this so, would have happened if Max wasn't so focused on Allison's goddamn yabos. And that's my first point of why this movie is not scary: <laughs> the word yabos. <laughs> I just used that word today. I don't remember I why. 
but like it's it's made its way into my everyday vocabulary yabos were uh boobs if you've never seen this movie and max uh, loves your yabos he talks about them all the time yes i just fucking love that that line is hilarious also a bet midler musical number can never be scary i and i have watched uh, so many banks remakes of that like there was just one that i saw on instagram that showed up where um one of it was the actor garrett something he was in teen beach movie which nobody judged me i only know it because of the kids i babysat for but Mm -hmm. um i know but he's like low-key a gay icon and he and two other guys gender bent the sanderson sisters and Bless. did a live performance of I Put a Spell on You. I love and it. this Garrett guy was that, I can't think of his last name and I feel really bad. Um, but he was the, um, he was like the Bette Midler of the trio. Mm-hmm. And he threw down. You mean Winifred Sanderson? Yes, yes. And I think he did, I think he called himself Wayne or maybe he did call himself Winnie. Okay. But like, it was, oh, he threw down. Like, I'm getting chills but just thinking you, about it. why do you think this movie is scary, then? So, this is probably... Well, I'll get to that. But the really only scary part is when they are up in the top of the house and they're hiding from the Sanderson sisters and they just, like, kind of come from all angles and, like, attack and steal Danny. Um, mm-hmm. Do not like that part. I know they're coming. I've seen this movie all the time halloween and not i i always know they're coming i still get scared every time they i just i don't know what it is like every time i think the salt is gonna work and then it never does and Mm -hmm. yeah so that was it when i was little i used to be terrified of billy but now i just kind of worship the ground jug jones walks on jug jones yeah doug jones um jughead so what number Um, is this on the spooky scale it's a solid 10 yeah it's the least scary one it is the least scary one. It's also tied for first with my favorite, as my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a 10. Like this, I would say, is the least scary of all of them. All right. Yes. Well, we're moving on to another... Moving uh, right along. Yes. Another one of my faves, uh, childhood faves, uh, from 1998. We have Halloween Town oh. with the beloved debbie reynolds as aggie cromwell r.i.p um, i love you so much uh decom darling kimberly j brown as marnie you may also know her from quince of course love her yeah yep uh robin thomas as calabar yep. who's low-key i'm gonna say it he's low-key a daddy i i like, thought you were going to say this and i was like please stop stop there no he please don't hot no cal was hot <laughs> uh, the the son the son Cal can in the, get in it. In the second one? Cal can get it. And I thought also, I read Cal's somewhere... A, Cal's think, a great name. I think Cal and Marnie are now dating in real life, if I'm not mistaken. That's amazing, and I love it. I ship that. Um, And do you know that Philip Van Dyke uh, played Luke? And do you know who Philip yep. Van Dyke is? Grandson of Dick. Um, But more importantly, <laughs> arguably more importantly, he's the voice <laughs> of Arnold in Hey Arnold. <gasps> I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, very interesting. That is very um, interesting. So this I was love a, that football head. <laughs> this is a Disney Channel original movie. A so it didn't have yeah, it didn't have a Rotten Tomato score like a critic score. Really? But the, yeah, the audience score was seventy two, which I thought was very low. But then the Google score was ninety five. Yeah. See, 
Yeah. I'm with that. So um, Marnie and her siblings get a big shock when they follow their grandmother home to Halloween Town, and they find that they come from a family of witches. The town is the only place where supernatural beings can lead a normal life, but trouble is looming, and on her 13th birthday, Marnie not only finds out that she is a witch, but that her family are involved in a fight against evil that is threatening to take over the world. Dun, so, dun, dun. This is not scary. Number one, it's a Fuck decom. off. I love all decoms. Number two, Debbie all Reynolds makes decoms. me feel safe. You love all decoms? No, but even actually, Halloween Town number four. Uh, no, that's gro- that's garbage. Any hollow any uh, decom <laughs> after I'm gonna notice. say any decom after 1990. I'm gonna say 1999, like 2000. Yeah, I would go with early early 2000s wasn't so bad. Mm, there's and some even trash like ones. High School Musical. No, no, <gasps> that it lost no. me there. Um, I'm going to say that, uh, one movie that didn't make it on this list, which I actually still think to this day is scary is don't look under the bed, which is another decom. That shit. When you were talking, that shit, when you were talking about like being in your parents' room and like Beetlejuice was in the other room and you couldn't leave. I so remember. And my sister, I am shouting her out so that she messages me. Yes. Hi, Jean. And, uh, she's, I want her to message me and tell me if she remembers this. But when we were little, we would watch don't look under the bed when it was on disney channel and there was like a um like a pull out bed couch thing in our tv room and we would both be sitting on it and we'd be watching it and be terrified and if one person had to go to the bathroom we both would have to jump off the bed together and like sprint to the bathroom the other person would have to like play sentry and like stay outside yeah. and, and wait yeah. <laughs> and then we both have to like run back and like we had to like psych ourselves up we'd be like by the door and be like okay we had to like run and like jump on the bed oh no i still um, can't fucking like if when the lights go out in my room i literally two foot hop into my bed so that nothing can grab <laughs> me and pull me under make no mistake like i just did this like a couple nights ago because last night i don't remember going to bed which means michael probably had to put me to bed again but Make, make no mistake i also will do this if it's nighttime and i'm getting into my car so yeah, <laughs> well, yeah that car movie did a fucking number on me but anyway like, um, no no thanks so yeah debbie reynolds makes me feel safe that's number I one i love her I, which yes and this will also play into my reasoning why yeah or why not it's so, scary the town of Halloween Town is clearly makes an effort to depict that the monsters are regular people with jobs and lives mm-hmm. besides scaring people. So that's another reason why it's not scary. And also, one of my favorite lines um, is when she, Marnie is going to buy a broom, and the guy, the broom salesman, which is literally like the biggest like car salesman yep. stereotype ever, he says that Luke dude, he's such a wiener, and it was the <laughs> best, the best diss when I was a kid. <laughs> In 1998, no diss was better than that. That Luke dude, he's such a such wiener. A, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> One of my favorites. So that's why it's that's not amazing. scary. And also, it's just a fucking classic, and I love it. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Now my turn. Go. Um. So first of all, Benny's a nice enough dude, I guess, but, like... The skeleton? You get when into a fucking evil, cab. Was, yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You get into a fucking cab, and you've got a skeleton that's friendly, maybe that's okay. You get into a fucking cab, and that skeleton is suddenly fucking demonic, goodbye. Good fucking bye. Like, I have enough fear getting into an Uber with, like, a non-skeleton person. I don't need... I don't need this shit. 
Second of all... I would all, say a non-skeleton person scarier than a skeleton person. No, I would say both, because if they're still animated and they're a skeleton, they've got something to be afraid of. Um, I guess. But, uh, I guess. Um, yeah, all right, Haley, the next time a skeleton fucking walks up to you on the street and is like, hey, get in my cab, I'm going to remind you of this. All right, I think it's easy okay. enough to break a skeleton's visible bones. Uh, not if they, like, just come back together. You don't know. That's the other thing. Like, you don't know. You don't know. But Move no, along. We're, the we're movie theater now. scene, the movie theater scene, I, 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 mm, yes. you will not play me out. Um, the movie <laughs> theater scene where like everybody basically gets like the life and the color sucked out of them. That's also not a fun time. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty fucking spooky. And then when Calabar finally like, first of all, when he's like masked and creepy, that also scares me. But when he's not masked and creepy, that scares me as well. Like overall, terrifying dude terrifying dude and also when i was a child that whole scene where they're in like the sauna slash hair salon Mm -hmm. and they've got like that scary werewolf hairdresser yeah was not about that that dude fucking terrified me it also could have been because when i was a child i had hair down to my ass but for the most part yeah i was not about that i'm kind of still not about it overall it's a scary movie i'll watch it out of like nostalgia but i'm i'm not i and like you said spooky scale like you said Debbie Reynolds made me feel makes me feel safe just because mm-hmm. gone but not forgotten. Um, mm-hmm. So then, when she gets like trapped and captured, and all bets are off, I don't feel safe anymore. Okay, that's the part where I kind of like if I was Marnie and the children that I don't really care about their names, I would definitely kind of just like fetal position it out and just give up, like a normal right. ca- coward. Like and what's what's the uh, spooky scale? I'm gonna put that. I think I'm gonna put it like just below like Edward Scissorhands at a three. That's scarier than yeah. It's scarier All than right. Edward Scissorhands. All right. Well, it is. All you have to fear movie. with Edward Scissorhands is like a mob. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna switch a bunch of things. I'm gonna make Halloween Town a three, Ghostbusters a four, and Edward Scissorhands a five. Okay. Okay. Our next movie is also from 1998, and it is, uh, I remember it being one of my sister's favorites, Practical Magic. Ugh. And it stars Sandra Ugh. Bullock, love. Nicole Kidman, love. Love. Um, Aiden uh, Quinn, love. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld. Love. And Camilla another, Bell, still mad about the Jonas Brothers thing. And um, another uh, Diane Diane Weiss. Weiss. Diane yeah. Weiss. And Stockard Channing. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rizzo. Um, all right, here's another one you're going to be offended by. I guess the Rotten Tomato score. Oh, no. Don't do this to me. No. You're it's lying. It's the worst of the bunch. You're lying. Don't even put it in the 20s. You're lying. It's 20. What the fuck? Right? Audience what score is wrong 73. With people? I know. What is Audience wrong score 73. With people? Google score of 91. And the movie is about uh, Sally and Gillian Owens. Jillian. Born into a, Jillian. Somebody sorry, doesn't watch the movie. Sips tea. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, it is. Oh. They're born into a magical family and they've mostly avoided witchcraft themselves. But when Gillian. Um, what? Jillian? what was that? Jillian. It's Jillian's, Jillian. Jillian's vicious, literally Jillian's just... vicious boyfriend Jimmy dies unexpectedly. The Owen sisters give themselves a crash course in hard magic with policeman Gary Hallett. Growing suspicious, Aiden the girls. Quinn. 
<laughs> the girls struggle to resurrect Jimmy and unwittingly inject his corpse with an evil spirit that threatens to end their entire family line. So as I remember this movie, it was more of like a, not, it wasn't rom-com, but it was like a love story. It was, it was, it was pretty lovey. Like that whole opening scene where Sandra Bullock is married and he's like the love of her life. And then those black beetles start coming Yeah, yeah. and they're like predicting that he's going to die in the most tragic way possible, which is getting Mm -hmm. fucking mauled by a truck after Mm -hmm. almost getting hit by a tribe of bicyclists, um, which is also a really weird way to die. Um, yeah. Like getting hit by a truck, fine. Getting hit by a truck after a near death experience with like a bunch of hardcore cyclists, that's some like final destination shit. Like that's just yeah, a little bit too much of a reach. My chief reason of this not being scary is that it is pretty much like a chick flick love story. I can understand that. I'm not one for chick flicks, but I can see that this would be kind of chick flick esque. Except mm-hmm. I believe that it has more of a, like, plot and more of a unique plot than a chick flick. And I also I'm like... I'm not saying that it deserves the 20%. I'm saying that... Oh, no, that I agree. I love chick flicks, but I'm saying it is not now, a See, I'm movie. saying, I like, the way I see it, I don't think a... I, I, I see chick flick, the, the, the title of chick flick being bestowed upon a movie or whatever you want to call it. I see that as more of an insult because I feel like it lacks the emotional depth that other movies would have. Like you say a chick flick and automatically it's like, oh, okay, so I can watch this when I'm like halfway out of my mind with the flu. Like I don't need to have like two brain cells to rub together to watch this. I disagree about that with this movie. And I also That was my intention. I know. No, I know. I know. You just, uh, you just were saying that you, that you would categorize it as a romantic film. And I would, I would put it up there as more of a drama. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe a dramedy. Because um, there's a couple funny parts. Um, Midnight mm-hmm. Margaritas. I, I, before I realized that my alcohol tolerance was in the negatives, I wanted to do Midnight Margaritas so badly when I was a child. Not for the alcohol, but just because it looks like so much fun. Um, yeah. It just, like, and again, Diane Vice and Sucker Channing. I could do min- We've done Midnight Milkshakes. Um, yes. Oh, Haley, for your housewarming, I'm getting you a blender, and we're just going to keep Michael and Elliot up with our midnight milkshakes. I have a blender. All right, then I don't have to get you a gift and get milkshakes. This is perfect. Um, But no, so this is, I would say, one of the other reasons why I like it is Jillian does not end up with a man in the Mm -hmm. end, which I think is really, like, again, I think that's good about it not being so much of a chick flick romantic movie because she starts out in a relationship and she ends up, like, being whole enough as a person that she doesn't need another person to complete or define her, which as her personality throughout the film, that's not who she was. Mm -hmm. Um, That whole showing up to the PTA meeting in her cute little, like, chain link belt and crop top going hold on to your husband's girls like come on like i wanted to be her so bad um <laughs> and thankfully i I'm did not, not hearing end up anything her. spooky so here's the thing yes um this i will say is on the lower end of the spectrum this is also tied as my favorite halloween movie with hocus pocus um the scariest part to me is when um <laughs> Jillian's boyfriend 
Jimmy becomes reanimated after he dies. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, all I can, I can see it. Like, and his face is like contorted and almost like the skin is like strained over his face. And like, you can see like his veins and it's really fucking creepy and his eyes are bloodshot. And he's just screaming in this Eastern European accent. I want you to be my wife. Just screaming it and like grabbing at her. And like that, like just any scene with him like coming alive in it was Mm creepy is creepy to me it still scares me like i know he's gonna wake up i know he's gonna shoot up and yet i'm still fucking scared that being what is it on the spooky scale i was gonna say that being said it's a two all right that's uh like he is less creepy to me than riffraff no uh or wait no no a nine a nine i meant a nine i meant a nine yes i meant a nine he's less creepy to me than riffraff but he's still pretty creepy and also i just i fucking love sandra bullock and stocker channing and diane weiss and nicole kidman and i just i love like all of that like it's a strong like ladies movie and i think it passes the bechdel test i believe so which also like i mean i know the bechdel test technically there's a lot of things wrong with it yeah but at the same time, I like I see I do see it as more of like a feminist movie, and I'm gonna get off that soapbox before we like go another hour. But <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we're at our we're at our last movie now. Yeah, but I do love and Practical Magic. This one yeah. I feel like we can talk the least about though. This next one. Yeah, uh, this is 2015's Goosebumps, and it stars Jack Black as R.L. Stein, and that's it. Um, <laughs> no, Danielle <laughs> Minette. Um, I think Minette Minette Minetti. Who's uh, he plays Zach? He's from he's from Thirteen Reasons Why. Don't get me started on that movie Um, show. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, Odea Rush. Uh. I think is how you say her name. She's in Lady Bird. Um, Ken Marino is uh, Ken Marino. (laughs) He is uh, from Wet Hot American Summer, which my favorite movie that he's in. Um, R.L. Stein is actually in the movie. He does make a cameo, yeah. Yeah, a little cameo. Um, Jillian Bell from Bridesmaids and 22 Jump Street yep. is in this movie. Uh, and Amy Ryan from The Changeling, which we talked about mm-hmm. as uh, the movie for Wineville Chicken Coop Murders. Yep. Um, and then also, which I found was very interesting as I was looking at the, the Rotten Tomatoes page for this, Kumail Nanjiani is in this movie, uncredited as a foreman. Ah, yeah, I love Kamal Nanjiani. He's a comedian. He was in The Big Sick. Well, he wrote he, it and yeah, lived it. Yeah, it was about it. him, <laughs> like, yes. That, yeah. It was uh, autobiographical. Yeah, he, yeah, he's great. So I I'm just trying that to was think where he would have, what he would have been in now. Like, in that part. Because I've seen the movie within, like, the past couple of years. And yeah, well, it, it said uncredited foreman. Yeah, so, so now I'm like, maybe huh. somebody at a construction site, maybe? I don't remember it that well. I've blocked a lot of it out. I don't know. Because um, you're going to laugh but at me. what do you think the Rotten Tomato score was? 50. 77. That's that's all Jack Black. Yeah. That's audience Jack- score. Audience score of 62 and yeah. Google score of 90. Really? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Oh, um, that does surprise me. Yeah. Uh, so this movie's about upset about moving from the big city to a small town. Young Zach Cooper finds a silver lining when he meets his beautiful neighbor, Hannah. The teen is surprised to learn that Hannah's mysterious father is R.L. Stein, the famous author of the best-selling Goosebumps series. When Zach accidentally unleashes 
the monsters from the fantastic tales. It's up to Stein, his daughter, and Cooper to return the beasts back to the books where they belong. So, um, I'll start immediately by saying the books are a lot scarier. Oh, I will completely agree with you, and I've only read one. Yes, the books are terrifying. Jack Black is not scary. Um, I know we talked about him being. I love in, Jack Black. I do love uh, Jack Bernie. Black. Yeah, Jack Black is not the scary part of this movie. None of the human characters are the scary part of this movie. Yeah, the yeah, but still, the the creatures are not. Haley, Haley, they're just CG'd. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, okay, the gummy bears. I'll give them a pass. Fucking Slappy. Slappy was the Slappy was the fucking ventriloquist dummy. And so let me tell you something about he's terrifying. And I haven't read the book. I don't think I can handle the book. He's creepier in the book than in... I don't think I can handle the book. I genuinely don't think I can handle the book. But, like, I no, like, all of the characters and his command over the characters and everything, they're they're all terrifying and they're attacking and there's so many jump scares. And I, I'm not a fan of jump scares. Like, sure, like, a good jump scare that, like, I don't see coming. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I can, like, understand the quality of it. I do not enjoy having a jump scare happen to me. And overall, like, just, it's really just slappy. And I will say there is a second Goosebumps coming out. Like, I think it's already out, actually. Um, Yeah, I think there was when I was looking it up. And no, I know there is because Hulu is running a lot of Huluween in conjunction with Goosebumps 2 ads. Mm -hmm. And they're all, basically, this person is, like, a person is doing, like, a DIY video for, like, carving a pumpkin or making, like, like a candy, like, thing or whatever for Halloween mm-hmm. or what, what have you. And then there's, like, a crack of thunder or all of the TVs in the back, like, start snowing or whatever the fuck. And then fucking Slappy shows up. And here's the thing, like Michael was making fun of me the other night because I'm legitimately afraid of them to the point where I've seen them. I know it's coming. I'm still afraid. Like I, he is the most, he's so unsettling. He's so scary. He was just popping up in inopportune times and the inopportune times are pretty much all of them. Like if it was just Jack Black, I'd be happy. So is that the scariest part of this movie? The fucking dummy? Yes. 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 And where is it on the spooky scale? Two. Is it really? I watched this movie, it had to have been two years ago because we were in our old apartment, in mm-hmm. broad daylight, in like the summer. Like not spook time where like my emotions and my senses are heightened. And mm-hmm. I was curled up in a ball, borderline crying over this movie. Like it is up there with the witches. Wow. Because it's you're got Jack Black and Jack Black being the lead. I am a wimp. I, I, my name is Caitlin Mahar and I am a wimp. <laughs> and yeah, All right. so shall well, we if break you it down? Tell us, if you want to tell us uh, what your spooky list is, yes. Um, what you think, uh, how scary these movies are or non scary, yes. Uh, let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com, the email, crimeculturepod at gmail.com. Just all of the things. And, also, should uh, we should we give my list one last time? Let's go. Yeah, because I've I made I've nine. made a couple adjustments. No, I've I've made a couple adjustments, but also there were ten. I was right. Was it really? I okay. may be a wimp, but I can do math. Fuck you, ha. Huh? Right. Um, number one being the most scary, we have the witches. Two being goosebumps. Three is Halloween Town. 
four is Ghostbusters, five is Beetlejuice, six is Edward Scissorhands, seven is The Addams Family, eight is Rocky Horror Picture Show, nine is Practical Magic, and 10 is Hocus Pocus. Though I feel like Practical Magic and Hocus Pocus could potentially be tied for last place. As in least scary. As in least scary. All right. Yes. So let us know if you agree with that list. I'm going to have all of these sit at a safe 10. If you, because they're not scary. <laughs> however, if you, like me, are a puss, this is something that you can, like, go by. Yeah. But also, if you're not a puss or... No, actually, if you're... A, if you like these, like, Halloween movies but are not up for, like, Hostel and, like, Saw and stuff like that, then these are very nice, safe, fun Halloween movies. Except no. So you can... Only two. Celebrate the holiday with them. Yes. But don't show any to children or people who are afraid of things as much as I am. Yeah. And uh, join us back on Tuesday for our last October episode. Yeah, the day before Halloween. I know. I'm so excited. Haley, what are you going to be for Halloween? Uh, I don't know, because I I do have to work. Uh, So you're going to go as a stripper. Is what you're saying. We're not allowed to dress up. That's not dressing up. That's undressing. That's true. That's dressing down. Yes. That's dressing hella down. Uh, I have like, I have like a, (laughs) the most boring adult thing. I have like a fun shirt and like a hat thing. (laughs) And that's pretty much it. Oh, Haley. I know. If I was going to like a party or something, I would really make an effort. I really want to do, um, I know it's so dumb, but I want to do a couple's costume with Elliot. I really want to be nothing Janet. wrong with that. I wanted to be Janet Snakehole and Burt Macklin. <gasps> Shut up! I would love that so much because <laughs> I'm still obsessed with Parks and Rec. That I, I just think no, that'd be I don't such blame a fun you. That would be costume. great. No, and yeah. plus Elliot can pull off a Burt Macklin, and it's such an easy costume for him because he fucking it's hates a really easy up. costume. Like, yeah, you can get We've most been, of that out of his closet. The biggest challenge will be finding something without holes in it. Yeah, right. We've been fine. We've been together since he was a freshman in high school. So we, uh, every year of high school, Babies. we, <laughs> yes, every year of high school, we, um, did, uh, just costume? like a very, yeah. But like we got together in the beginning of October of his freshman year. So I was already going to be an angel. So I just threw devil's ears on him. I was like, yeah, I'm an angel, you're a devil. Um, he wears plenty his, of red. It's fine. Yes. Uh, that, so that was my sophomore year, his freshman year. My junior year, what was I? Oh, I was Miss Lovett, and I made him Sweeney Todd. Oh, um, I remember that. You showed me pictures of that. That was super cute. Yeah, that was a fun Soup's one. Cute. And then my senior year, his junior year, mm-hmm. I was uh, Sandy. Yep. From uh, Greece. Wait, 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 wait. Were you good Sandy or were you like dark Sandy? I was good Sandy. Okay. Okay. Because we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. I know. I know what you were. Um, (laughs) I, yeah. So we should should try to like find all of these pictures and post them. I have a really bad one of, um, actually, I'm trying to think if I have a good one of the Sweeney Todd and um, Miss Lovett. I don't know, but um, I have a really cute picture of us when we were uh, Danny and Sandy because it was adorable. Love, <coughs> love it so much. Like, yeah, oh. I loved your couple's costumes. They were very. Cute. I just, I love your, I, I just love you guys so hard. Like, I ship you ah. so hard. I know, I know, Thanks. I know. Um, 
But no, not that you asked, but I've been Audrey Hepburn almost every year from like Good. sixth grade on, um, with the exception of freshman year, I want to say. I was, or no, sophomore year, I was Alvin in Alvin and the Chipmunks, and it was when unanimous I was a very that I was kid, Alvin, because I'm a pain in the ass. When I was a very little kid, I was uh, the Tooth Fairy for like three years in a row. My mom made this costume, and it was like a little uh, fairy costume with like a big skirt, and I had like a little Aww. wand that had like a little uh, um, like little pillow tooth on oh, it. Oh, that's adorable! It was Aww. very cute. That was one of my little favorite. Little baby Haley. I don't think I don't think I could ever find a picture of that. That was very very long ago. If you can but, though, yes, I'll try to post it. Uh, we'll we'll do a bunch yes. of that stuff on on actual Halloween though. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. But no, yeah. I did a bunch of Audrey Hepburn ones, but then college hit and I was like, all right, how can I be a hoe? And so, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> I love it. So naturally, my little Catholic school brain went, you know what? I can be a hoe by being fucking Karen Smith from Mean Girls. And so I was a mouse, duh. Perfect. Um, and then I got super into um, American Horror Story, sophomore year of college. So then I was Madison Montgomery from Coven. Yeah, I think I think I knew you. You know your sophomore you, year or your junior year. You knew me junior year. Oh no, okay. this was my junior year. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, because yeah, I I lied. Freshman year, I was Karen. I think sophomore year, I was the dude from Risky Business, Tom Cruise from Risky Business. Perfect. Um, which there are no photos of. Nobody needs to see that. Um, and then junior year, yeah, I was Madison Montgomery. So you like barely knew me, kind of. Also, fun mm-hmm. fact, Michael thinks that our first date was on Halloween, even though I had no idea it was a date. Um, because everybody told me that it wasn't a date, but I think that was to keep me from having a panic attack. Um, but so he literally went to work afterwards, and I went to Elisa's dorm room to get ready for Halloween. Um, and then I proceeded to sleep in Elisa's bed that night because Elisa wasn't even home for Halloween. It was just me and our friend Gabby. Um, but no, so then couples costumes, obviously, Michael and I got together right after that Halloween and immediately we came out of the gate really strong in that we were Bugs and Lola from Space Jam. That was one of my faves. It was such a cute costume. That was... That was the best, and we basically just, like, holed up in his apartment for several nights making our jerseys, which looks like we made them, but I no, loved I them so adorable. much. I loved them so much. Michael stenciled out all of it. Like, it's I'm adorable. not good at that stuff. He did a great job with that, I will say, but, like, then I got to cut them, and that's where we went wrong. Um, but no, and then before Michael went to England, like, our first year out of college, we were Danny and Sandy, but we, I was... You were dark bad Sandy. Sa- I was dark Sandy. I, I don't want to say, like, ho Sandy, because I feel like that's slut-shaming, and she wasn't technically a ho. Um, not that we could see. But, um, yeah, no. So that, was, so that was me then. And then last year, I was a jet-lagged person. Um, but this year, I think I'm going to do... Because I had a costume for last year, but then I was like, I'm exhausted, so I'm just going to recycle it. And I think I'm going to do Cher from Clueless. I love it. Yeah. No. So, yeah. We'll talk more about Halloween next episode, though. We will. We will. Yeah. 
Yeah. So website, uh, it's social media, rate, review, subscribe. Oh, we're on Stitcher now. We I forgot are to mention on Stitcher that now. Last. We should have mentioned that in the last episode. Whoops. <laughs> I didn't mention it. Um, yeah, but we've been on Stitcher faults. for a minute now. Yeah, we've uh, been on Stitcher for about our, a week now. It's been Yeah, if you follow our fun. Instagram, you've seen it. And our Facebook and our Twitter. Yeah. Basically, yeah. if you follow us on anything, you'll know. We We were very forthcoming with that information. So, yeah, please. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Rate, review, listen, like subscribe, subscribe. Love. Yeah, like we thrive off positive attention, and yeah. sometimes even negative attention. Like really, for me, All it's right. just the attention. Good. Yeah. All right. So it's uh, we will speak to you all on Tuesday. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Happy almost Halloween. Happy almost Halloween. Goodbye. Bye.